Welcome to the Behind the Shield podcast, where we talk with shelter employees and agents to find out what's going on and cover stories that you might not know about and discuss why you're an important part of this company. I'm Ben Fowler, and for this episode, I'll be your host along with our amazing producer, Brad Johnson. And today's topic is the Shelter Foundation. The Shelter Foundation has been an integral part of Shelter Insurance's operations for decades now. As one of the many methods that our company was used to make communities better, it's given out millions of dollars to students and organizations. Our guest today will talk more about the foundation and what it is and why it continues to be an important asset to our company. We'll also talk about how shelter employees can help the company do even more in our communities. And lastly, our guests will get a chance to experience the Fowler questionnaire so you'll learn a bit about our guests and get a glimpse behind each of their shields as well. But before we do that, I want to take a moment and just let you know a little bit about myself. I'm the uh, manager of document services. You might know me as Ben, Goose, Defender of Fun, or the narrator, to mention a few of my names. Uh, originally from Blue Springs, Missouri. I graduated from MU and stayed around here in mid-Missouri. I worked over in underwriting at State Farm for a few years, uh, tried a bit of real estate, and then ended up following one of my underwriting bosses over to Shelter Insurance late in 2007. And uh, that was Kent Runyon, in case anybody ever worked with him. But just a bit about our department document services. Uh, we basically have three teams consisting of our document specialists. Secondly, we've got our graphic designers, and they design all types of work for our agents and marketing. And then we've got our printing crew who produce and finish all sorts of items for our agency force, along with anyone else who needs it within shelter. And we also do actually do a little bit of revenue work on the side since we've got the equipment and the expertise. So you can email us at graphics at shelterinsurance.com for any details. We handle about anything from business cards up to wedding packages. You know, talking about me, I'd say I'm passionate about uh, the sports and activities that my kids participate in. Uh, love playing with our dogs. I've got two great Danes. And trying something fun and challenging now and then. But I'd have to say I'm also a big, big fan of this podcast. And I'm really excited to get a chance to host and help you all learn a little bit more about our company. So we now get to welcome our guests for this, this episode today, Vice President of Government Relations and Secretary of the Foundation, Brian Waller, and the Director of Inclusion Engagement, Macy Peterman. Thank you both so much for being here. Well, you've all been on the podcast before. Brian, I know you broke down what you do in government relations back in episode 30. And Macy, I think you talked to us about the importance of being engaged way back in episode 11. But we're just really glad you got a chance to come back and talk to us again on the podcast. Macy, I just wanted to give a shout out to you and, and give you a thank you, really. I know you did a recent special delivery to one of our employees who lives out way out in Pilot Grove. But just the, the fact that you did that and the time you spent visiting with one of our employees, she was just impressed and blown away. So thank you so much for that. No, that was my pleasure. It was, it was great. I really enjoyed connecting and just learning. I mean, she's been with Shelter over 40 years. So just learning her oh, experience yeah. has, was a delight. So it was my pleasure. And then Brian, um, I was excited to see you as one of our guests. I'm always reminded not long after I started with the company, and I heard some of my employees talking about a lawyer who sat down the way that they would call 
Counselor McDreamy. I don't know that I've ever been called anyone's dream, but uh, I appreciate that. <laughs> Hope it didn't embarrass you, but I just had to mention that. No, my face is usually but, the shade of red, so that's cool. Okay, back to uh, the Shelter Insurance Foundation. Brian, could you please tell us a little bit about exactly uh, what the foundation does and how it's structured? The basic thing to know about the foundation is it's here to support two basic things, scholarships and philanthropic organizations, 501c3s. So for scholarships, we're typically looking at supporting scholarships for shelter, the children of shelter employees and agents. And then we have another big scholarship program that helps fund scholarships that the agents present in their communities. And then with regard to the philanthropic organizations, you know, if there's an organization that an employee or a retiree is involved with, if they're on the board or it's something that they've been contributing to, we try to match some of those contributions to those organizations. But one way that we're different, some uh, foundations will just grant, uh, they will provide grants to organizations. So they'll just, you know, cold call and say, can you give us X thousand dollars? We don't do that. We try to support organizations that our employees think are important. And that way we feel like we're more targeted and more connected to our communities. About how much money do you feel like is given out each year from the foundation? So in 2021, on total, we gave out just more than $1.5 million. So on the matching programs I mentioned to you, we gave out $62,300. On the agent scholarship program, that was $1.35 million. On the uh, children's scholarship, so the scholarships we gave to children of agents and employees, that was a little over $110,000. And we have some smaller awards that we've been giving for quite a while. Uh, the BM Seaman Scholarship, we give two of those. They're $2,000 apiece. We give those to uh, graduating seniors from La Plata High School. We give two $2,000 scholarships to West Middle School eighth graders. And West Middle School has been a partner in education of ours for a long time. We give um, several thousand dollars to Max Scholars, and that's something that Macy's Group helps with. Uh, we provide a $500 Lang Award that's named after two former officers for shelter. And it goes to someone who excels uh, from the uh, vocational program for the Missouri School for the Deaf. And we have uh, success grants, which again, maybe that's something that Mason can talk about in a little bit. But that's a partnership we have with the City of Columbia that People Resources helps direct. And we have something new. We have a new a $2,500 scholarship that goes to the Truman Data Science Scholarship. And, you know, it's so important that we try and find uh, data science students to come and work for us. And so we're hoping that helps us with that program. And then finally, we do matching gifts for higher education. So if uh, an employee or retiree is contributing money to their school, you know, their college, university, trade school, someplace where they attended or someplace they just want to support, we will often match those contributions. There are um, exceptions to that. You know, we don't match for sports programs and things like that. But if it's purely educational, we'll look at matching those as well. It is so impressive, I think. It, and just, you know, I think a lot of people experience the scholarships, certainly. And at times, you know, we hear about the, the grants or the awards. But, you know, I've always been proud of how involved we are and, and you know, how active we've been. Why do you feel like the foundation is such an important part of what Shelter does? You know, I think it just gets to the core of who we are. 
I mean, we talk about wanting to do the right thing. And I think that's such a part of our DNA. And I think this is just one aspect of it. You know, we want to support our communities and this is a great way to do it. And again, I really like how it's tailored. You know, if, you know, how do we know we're supporting the right organization? I think one way is to look and see who our employees are supporting. If it's something they're involved with, it's something they're giving to either financially or through their time, through volunteer work, through work on a board. I mean, I think that's a great organization to support. And then again, also looking at our, you know, our kids. I love this scholarship that we give to uh, students of shelter employees and agents. All of the ones that are uh, applicable that can, you know, apply for this. We take all of those and we provide a $3,000 scholarship to 25% of them. And that, that is picked through an independent group that does a blind lottery type drawing. So I think that's fantastic, you know, that we provide that, you know, just for being an employee here or being an agent with us. And then on the scholarship for the agents, you know, that's something they get to provide in their community. And that's kind of a cost sharing thing. It's a $1,500 scholarship. The foundation provides $1,000 and the agent will kick in $500 uh, themselves. And they can give out as many as three of these in their community. But again, that's a place where that community knows that shelter cares about them, their agent cares about them. And this is going to someone in that community to help them go to college. I mean, that is amazing information. And, and I think that's, you know, things that we need to know about and, and remind our, our people about. But uh, Macy, Shelter's putting an even bigger focus on getting out into the communities. And, and they want to know how and what organizations employees are involved in these days. How is Shelter going to get this kind of information? So like Brian said, the foundation's really focused in supporting what our employees are passionate and involved in. And that's kind of funneled to the foundation in two avenues. One is directly to Brian or Teresa. You know, we have an employee that may know someone that's on the foundation. And so they reach out directly. But also we get a lot of requests through inclusion and engagement. And so we're out on our website. My name's out there. I'm in the community. And so a lot of times I'll get a request that actually should go through the foundation. And so I'll look at what, you know, we have at in inclusion and engagement. Does it align with some of our budget, some of our focus, or is this truly something that would be better partnered with the foundation? But one of the big aspects is finding out, do we have employees that are involved in that organization? And a part of that request. And so that is what we're really focused on in 2022 is how do we determine if this organization reaches out to us and they're asking for a financial gift or um, for us to sponsor an event that they have going on, do we have any employees that can tell us more about the organization and what their involvement is? And so we've determined that we do have a way of collecting that information um, through the Workday system. Um, and that's really important. It's just so important for us to know how our employees are being good corporate citizens. Um, obviously, as shelter as a whole, we want to do that, but we truly feel like it's important for our employees to do that. And that's why we had the volunteer leave. And that's why we're trying to collect this information. Oh, wow. Well, I mean, it's incredible to, to kind of see and hear what, what you and your team have been involved in. And uh, yeah, that's that sounds exciting. Um, why Why is this something that Shelter is wanting to focus on in 2022 and the future, do you think? Yeah, I think it's something that we've always been focused on. It's just 
work looks different, right? And our landscape looks different right now. And so before, if we got a request from an organization, you know, maybe they have a fundraising event and they have, you know, we decide we're going to purchase a table and the foundation does that, but it's a trivia night. And so we have eight seats at that table. Well, how do we connect with our employees to see who might want to be a part of that? And so we have to find a way to connect with our employees that are remote, hybrid in the office to make sure that we are providing opportunity to all employees and finding what they're passionate about. And so um, finding a way to do that in Workday is step one. And then uh, Brian and I really try to partner. So if the foundation is going to sponsor, you know, a table or an event, he often reaches out and says, hey, this is what we're doing. And this is how many spots we have open. And we try to connect through our employee resource groups to employees that might have an interest in participating. And so another benefit and shout out to uh, being a part of an employee resource group, because then uh, you're part of those employees that are being asked to participate. And, and it's a lot of fun. It's not work, like going to the trivia night, so much fun and a great way to bond with other coworkers. And we just need more of that. You know, it's great that we have this new landscape and we're figuring it out, but there's nothing like connecting. And so um, it's a great opportunity to do that while also giving back to the community. How is How do you feel like this is going to strengthen our involvement in all of our communities? Just knowing where our employees are giving their time, their energy, their funds helps us to be more intentional about spreading out what we're we're involved in, you know, when we don't know, we have those organizations, those, you know, core organizations that we know are going to reach out on a regular basis and request funds. And that's great. But we know that our employees are engaged in other aspects of our community. And so when we talk about the importance of diversity, I mean, that includes how we diversify our funds in the community. So just being more intentional about collecting this information and then also knowing we get sometimes requests from organizations, hey, I'm looking for a board member. Is there anyone at shelter that might want to participate in this board, which is an amazing professional development opportunity. And so being able to go out and see what organizations our employees are a part of and what you know employees might align with that organization and that opportunity will be really beneficial and help to bring a diverse voice uh, to our community and to the organizations serving our community. Uh, well, thank you both very much for all the information you're sharing. I think this is great information for all of our folks to, to know and to be familiar with. So now, do you both feel you're prepared to lower your shields a bit and try your hand at the Fowler questionnaire? This sounds intimidating, but we'll give it a shot. <laughs> we'll go rapid fire with these. First thing that comes to your mind. We've got our first question. Brian, you're up first. Scariest animal. I can tell you what I'm afraid of. Reality television. I cover my eyes. I can't even stand to walk by it and see it. I get so embarrassed for people doing stuff on television. Is a wolverine a real animal? I don't know it if that's is. real, but yeah, something like that is pretty intimidating. Favorite smell? Barbecue. Barbecue. Yeah. Excellent answer. Macy, favorite smell? I'd have to go with coffee. Least favorite smell? Hummingbirds. <laughs> 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 They're cute, but disgustingly smelly. Oh, yes. <laughs> I, I, and I can tell when they've been there too. I just can't stand it. Okay. Fair enough. Macy. I would say like vomit. Favorite action movie. Uh, the Bourne movies. Very good. Very good. Bourne movies. Macy, favorite action movie. 
Is Gladiator an action movie? I would say Gladiator. Yes. Window or Isle? Oh, Window. Absolutely. I'm the same. <laughs> window seat makes you just feel like you have more space around you. Cats or dogs? Dogs. Dogs. Excellent. Macy? Yeah, absolutely. Dogs. Brian, one thing you should really throw out that you still own. I've got an old uh, lava lamp. It was made the same year I was born. I think that's the coolest thing, but that's like one of the areas of disagreement. So my wife, Erica says not so much. So I still have it, even though I can't display it, turn it on, look at it, uh, let other people know I have it. So I'm not sure why I still do, but it's there in the basement behind things that no one else can see. So I'm a minimalist. I don't keep a lot of things, but but one thing I do have that I don't know why I have it and I need to throw it out is I still have my cheerleading uniforms from high school. And <laughs> I still try them on to make sure that they still fit. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, what one song would you listen to for the rest of your life? I'll say the theme to cheers. I love that. Going to a place where everyone knows your name. Who doesn't want, who doesn't want some of that? I think one that will never get old that always like evokes emotion is the theme song to Forrest Gump. Is there life on other planets? Yes. Macy? For sure. Brian, what is the most used app on your phone? Oh, just the news app. Macy, how about you? I think it's just my text messaging app. I'm very much a text me, don't call me person. Final question. Describe the rest of your life in five words. Doing things with Erica. Macy, how about you? Five words to describe the rest of your life. Fulfillment, adventure, philanthropy, laughter. I have to have laughter. Can we like hyphen it? I don't know. No regrets. Oh, yeah. And then I need like to become counselor McDreamy goals. That has to be like an end, <laughs> end of life goal apparently too. So. <laughs> Those are life goals, I think, for all of us, really. You have both shared your souls and a little bit of you. I appreciate that. I'm sure other people will enjoy it as well. But Brian and Macy, I want to thank you so much for talking with us today. Really appreciated hearing what you had to say and, and uh, enlightening us all a bit more on the Shelter Foundation. Brad, thank you so much from the production side of things, the podcast. Uh, this could not happen without your hard work and talent. We also want to thank everyone for listening today. If you want to reach out to the podcast, shoot us an email at podcast at shelterinsurance.com. We always appreciate your feedback. If you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or another favorite podcast app, make sure you follow or subscribe. If you haven't done that yet and want to, make sure you, that you search for Behind the Shield dash Shelter Insurance. And please remember, being a good corporate citizen is not just a pillar of the company. It's something they want ingrained in every employee, agent, and retiree. Shelter wants to be known not just for its great products and services, but also how it makes each community better. Every town, city, and state we operate in has felt the impact of what it means to be shelter strong. Thank you all and have a fantastic day.